You're listening to the Precision Shooting Podcast, discussing all aspects of precision and long-range rifle shooting. This episode is brought to you by Impact Dynamics. And now, over to your hosts. Well, hello and welcome to the Precision Shooting Podcast. My name is Rusty, and joining me in this very special episode at Butters, because we're still in the US. How are you, Butters? I'm good, mate. Excellent. And uh, sitting across from me, uh, our very extra special guest, much more special than Butters, uh, is John Kyle from Foundation Stocks. How are you, John Kyle? Doing well. Thanks for thanks for coming all the way over here. Yeah, we're sitting in uh, in country country Oklahoma, Wetumpka, Oklahoma. Wetumpka. Most of your listeners will know exactly where this is. <laughs> I bet because I definitely knew where it was. Yeah, yeah. We just oh, you said Wetumpka. Oh yeah, down there where the Dairy Queen is. That's right. I know yeah, the see, one. You're learning quickly, so that's <laughs> yeah. that's good. Absolutely. So, uh, where where in Oklahoma are we? We're east of Oklahoma City. East and and pretty uh right along i-40 which cuts through the middle of the state so we're just south of i-40 okay so, uh, but we are on the east side and the, right? uh, and there's not a lot around there uh. isn't no if you look <laughs> if you strain your eyes i think you can see another building over there yeah, somewhere somewhere on over the there. corner but that's kind of how we <laughs> like it so it's a, it's a beautiful little part of the world actually it feels and, like back uh, home it, oh for you mm. yeah yeah definitely back in the wadonga or Gerogery. Gerogery. Sorry. West. <laughs> I've never heard of that place. I know where he lives, but I've never heard of where Butters is from. Uh, and now I've got a dog uh, sitting on my lap. That's here. Uh, that's our little taste of Australia in the shop there. Yeah. I think it's, a, aren't they? Uh, it's a red Dingo and something else mixed to make the breed. They came from Australia. Did I you? got him just specially for when you guys were coming. Actually, he's not my dog. I don't know where he <laughs> came from. You wouldn't stall so. him. Yeah, he's yeah. got to go back in about three hours. <laughs> he is. He's on rental. rental. <laughs> Dingo rental is what they think. You guys may not have it over there. But. Yeah, we've, Dingo rental is back home is a different thing. You get like something that can dig trenches with a they Dingo rental. Take babies instead. <laughs> But um, we we shall move on from that because that could go <laughs> south very quickly. <laughs> so um, foundation stocks. This is we're, we're in your uh, your beautiful workshop and uh, the machines are pumping away next door, and you've taken a, a, a few moments out of your time to um from stopping making stocks. So so whoever uh, whoever had someone order, I'm sorry, they're going to be about an hour or so later. Yeah, we'll, we'll be a we'll be a day or two behind. Yeah. that's okay. You can blame Rusty. Yeah, that's uh, that's all my fault. But hey, there there's stocks worth waiting for. Now. Uh, I don't know how many of our listeners will be familiar with Foundation Stocks, but we met a couple of years ago at the PRS finale, and you were just starting out then, weren't sure. you? Did you have some guys running in that match? Or we they, did not. No, so the you just had that, some there. Correct, right. So the one that was actually on the table, that was the first one out out in production that wow. uh, got picked up. So <laughs> besides the ones that we had in-house, that was the yep. first one in the general public. Wow. Okay, so, so in two years uh, – a lot of things have happened. Yes, sir. Yeah, you, you, you're moving stocks, uh, well, a little bit all around the world and about to be more around the world. We're about to see them arrive in Australia in some sometime this year. Yes, sir. Yeah, so we're excited about that. We're sending them um, you know, outside the States for the first time in 2019. And yeah. so, well, with the exception of, of one or two that made their way. Slip, um, slip through the cracks. Slip through the cracks, but <laughs> yes, so yes, officially. Absolutely. So Ash, uh, uh, Ash has been... Uh, running one this year or last year in the PRS and uh, did very well with it. Yes, he did. Yeah, we were really fortunate. We didn't realize he was running it until the <laughs> pictures from Finale came out, and yep. uh, and there you go. So and, that that and was, away uh, went. That was yeah. pleasing for us. So. And so how? Uh, so talking about the local market then for you here, how has it been? Stocks have been doing well. You've been moving quite a through, and and quite a few shooters are running them. 
We have. We've been very blessed with the guys that have chosen to run them and the, and the gunsmith that chooses to build with them. And so we've just been very fortunate in that. They've uh, really performed well. They've given some characteristics uh, that uh, are unique uh, to our stocks that, that shooters have picked up on and, and really enjoyed. And so we've been very fortunate uh, both, with, uh, both with the performance uh, of our stocks and, of course, performance of a lot of the shooters that choose to run them. We're, we're very blessed. Absolutely. So give us the, the rundown because these are – well. I, I bet that it, almost everybody who would look at one would think, you know, if they just saw it on the on the line, would think it's a timber stock. Sure, that, that's that's, that's what, timber. That's timber exactly stock. what I thought that's when I saw thought? ashes at. That's back what I thought when when I saw them over here. I thought they were timber stock. So give us a rundown because they're not timber. Sure, they're not timber. Yeah. So here, here people would say they think they're wood stocks, but tim, timber is a lingo. I can I can get used. You can to get that. used to that. I can. So <laughs> so no, they are not timber stocks. They're uh, they're composites. So the it's a composite that's uh, known as uh, micarta. Now that's a brand name, a, a trade okay. name. So um, you know we don't use a, use a word micarta with them, but it is familiar to everybody as micarta. So the same um, thing you would see on pistol grips or knife handles a lot of times um, is is what we're using here, just in a much larger form. Okay. And what's the the base of that? It's it's a, a resin and a Correct. Correct. So compositionally, um, it's similar to other composite stocks in the sense that there is a a, a resin and a medium. Um, okay. Where it differs is that we start with a solid block of material. In fact, each stock starts at 28 pounds and then gets machined down to, um, depending on the stock model, gets machined down to about you know four to five pounds. Um, and what that allows us to do, um, it allows us to have a very dense, homogeneous stock um, that uh, that has some characteristics when you're shooting it. Uh, just just a solid feel uh, mm. dampens extremely well because there are no gaps in it. There's no air pockets um, in the stock because it is a it, it's technically a thermoset. Um, it's it's completely uh, it's very dense. Yeah, absolutely. And you can you can notice that picking it up. And so yeah, as, as you said, as opposed to normal stock that gets molded or injected or however various methods, these are actually machine down and CNC machine down to whatever it is that the shape that you desire. Sure. Yeah. So it's actually in as far as the manufacturing process goes, it's more similar to what you see with chassis manufacturing. So okay. really it offers a bit of a hybrid between a traditional stock and a chassis. Um, and you see that in, in one of the characteristics of, of not having to bed the stock. So the material has a compression strength that is that is very similar to aluminum. So mm -hmm. we, we do not have a need for aluminum pillars in our stocks. So okay. they're, um, hmm. you know, I would say hmm. uh, vast, vast majority on the market are simply bolted together and ran. Yeah, right. Uh, exactly how they are. And so not, not bedded, not, not just Correct. straight in. Correct. And, and no need for it by the sounds of things. Okay, and how did so? How did you discover this making stocks out of this? That seems a an unusual way of doing things, but I guess that's what makes a, a good product sometimes. Well, the the stock idea came before the material idea. So okay. uh, previously, in previous life, um, I was involved in manufacturing in the distribution. Um, I was a sales engineer selling equipment automation solution to manufacturers, uh, some of the manufacturers that, that are in the industry as well. And so that was my connection with, with uh, several of the guys in the industry. And so over the years, actually, I was looking at, a, looking at an opportunity to get into the, to the market, a market that interests me. Yep, um, to get involved. To get involved. You know, went through several different ideas of products, kind of settled on, uh, settled on stocks, you know, saw that as a, as a path forward. And then uh, the material itself was, was – uh, it was a bit of a, you know, 
you can say a, a happen chance. I had a customer of mine uh, that was uh, using it for a different process. Um, this the material's been around for quite a while. It's used in uh, quite a few industrial applications. Um, to my knowledge, it's never been used in this application. Sure. Um, and it was sitting on a customer's water jet, and I picked it up, looked at it, and said, <laughs> "I think I think this might make a good stock." Got a winner. So that's where the <laughs> yeah. that's where the, the process started, the design and looking into okay. material and testing at that point. And uh, thankfully, it's, it has. It's made yeah. a great stock. And so you made one up and then, I guess, went out and shot it and Correct. gave yep. it to some guys? Yep. In fact, you... the first one is in the rack right there. So you could you know, take a look we, after we're we done gonna... to see the very it's, – it's a bit different than the ones you see uh, before you, but uh, it is, a, is it the, the one, very first one. Is it the one without the, uh, the logo on the bottom? It uh, would be, yes. Probably yep. one in? Yep, it would be. Yeah, it, does, so. it, it looks different, but it, okay. We'll it is. Play with that. Yeah, okay. And so you met, you met a number of the guys that you, you work with now through that – sort of previous work correct correct right i was in their shops uh, working with them on on projects as far as uh, mm -hmm. in regards to their product lines and that's where uh, some of those relationships got established and it's been yeah. very uh, very helpful yeah uh, going brilliant. forward so. excellent we have a couple of stocks here so butters i'm going to pass you one over what what model is is this one that we're passing over here so that is our genesis and that would be our genesis light so our mg1l um, okay so that would be our really our second uh, iteration of the stock that that came uh, behind the first one so differences being uh, simply from the original genesis this one is a, is a is a bit lighter it has some internal geometries that are machined out um, that allow us to shave some weight but externally the profile exactly the same is that like the honeycombing in in there or i mean there's uh, probably a better term for it but that's sure yeah nope the honeycomb yep that's what we call it so oh, the okay. honeycomb it was actually it was part of the project when we were designing the lighter stocks but what we found is um versus a ribbing that we had done on on the first uh, batch mm -hmm. it provided uh it, it was less material but it provided more strength um, both torsionally and uh, just in, in the structure so we carried that across the whole line so you will see very very few without that honeycomb just really the first okay. the first handful have a ribbing and then the rest have a honeycomb it would mm. make so. it um balance really well too because most of the weight with just the stock is in the rear yeah put a barreled action in that that's going to balance quite well sure yeah. yes yep and that's um and in this stock in the standard stock you'll see a little more weight in the rear and so you can uh you know balance is a big deal mm -hmm. uh, but balance is affected by you know, so many things from your barrel to your suppressor to your brake. And so, you know, that's something that you can't just nail off the bat. Um, you know, the components that go into the build uh, dictate that as well. But we try to make it as uh, flexible and our end as possible. And so notice that uh, everyone I've seen so far is adjustable in the cheek piece. Is that correct? Standard, standard across the line. So one thing you'll notice on our stocks is there's really not a whole um, lot of options. So when you're looking at um, our stocks online, you're going to see that every one of them comes with uh, five flush cups in them. Every one of them comes with the embedded modified Anschutz rail, what we call our SS rail. Mm -hmm. um, every one of them comes with adjustable cheek piece comb um, using uh, uh, some awesome hardware from KMW. Um, Terry Cross builds that for us. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, you'll see that that there's really not a whole lot. You know, one thing that we didn't want to do is we didn't want to start with a as a certain dollar amount stock, and then by the time someone actually got it how they want it, that it's it would be that'd be double the price. Yeah. So uh, you see very few um, fluctuations in the price of our stocks. Are pretty much uh, set up how we 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 think is is best, and that's how they're sold. Because you said there's a there's a couple of little options you can do, sure. isn't there? So because this one's got a butt hook on the, sure. the rear of it, but that can be a, a flat. 
on the Genesis, all those will have a butt hook. The okay. Exodus model, um, which That's we'll look at here, yes, it has that option okay. to have a butt hook or no butt hook, a more traditional sloping rear if desired. Okay, mm -hmm. and I see a number on the rack have the arc rails. Correct, uh, correct. Is that put into your, what do you call it, SS? Uh, SS rail, correct, SS yeah. Rail? So it's a modified Anschutz rail um, is what it is. It's, it's a design that we built that allows us to place any of our attachments in that rail itself, anywhere along okay. that 11 and a quarter, 11 and a uh, quarter inch rail. Yep. So what you'll see is every single stock has this rail in it. And, and the point of that is it, it allows uh, a really nice, uh, a platform for accessories directly mounted to the stock, mm -hmm. but it also allows you to mount if you're used to running a arc Swiss type rail, if you're used to running any other, pretty much any system that has a flat bottom, yep. you can directly bolt that to the bottom of the stock. So, okay. Uh, it just allows, in our mind, the most flexibility, yep. um, and also as a, on the manufacturing side, standardizes what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. How, how does that feel, brothers? You're normally a, a chassis kind of guy. Well, I used one yesterday out at with Wade, and oh, yeah, um, that's right. It felt nice. Like I've never been opposed to stocks. I've just always always liked um, the AI stuff. Mm. But no, it feels really nice. Mm. Yeah, Wade actually dropped me a line this morning saying that uh, you're you going to swap out, so I need to get you one ready. So <laughs> I, I, he, said, he said Butters was ready to make the switch. Well, so. that's that's what's been I, happening I over think here. You should take that one home with Cause you because he he did really well with it with a comp in uh, in Arizona and uh, and that was using a custom built gun and uh, and then you know. He's <laughs> Let's not get into how it would have gone with an AI. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we, you, you're right. We won't because that'll be depressing for you. How bad you would have done. No. Uh, no, they're very nice stock. Like I've, um, I've always liked the look of them and the feel of them. Um, I just went down that chassis, sure, chassis yep. path. But yeah, these yep. these are really nice stocks. Mm. Um, so that 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 grip on there is quite vertical, isn't it? So what you have in your hands there is the Exodus model. So one thing that we changed uh, going forward with the Exodus model is it has it's the same grip profile as a Genesis, but it is closer to the trigger. So it's not necessarily more vertical, oh, I see. Yep. Um, but it is three hundred thousandths closer to the trigger. So you know, grip's one of those things that's hard to nail because yeah. everybody's got a different hand. Everyone has a different hand size. So what we try to do is uh, you know, as as going forward, uh, as we went forward with Exodus stock, solicited the, you know feedback from from shooters on on um, what they thought uh, thought that needed, um, and it was a it was a spacing that our our bigger stature guys or bigger hands guys didn't think would affect them yep. moving it forward, but it really helped the smaller stature guys yeah. as far as uh, getting uh, getting their finger where they like it on the trigger. The fore end of this is thinner. It now. is right. So yep. what you'll you'll notice, and that would be the biggest difference when you pick up between a Genesis and the Exodus, is the forearm width. So when you're looking mm -hmm. at the Genesis, you have a 2.6 inch forearm, yep. um, and that's intentional. So that's to cover um, any scope bail. If you're to jam it up in a corner, um, you're going to contact with a flat surface of the stock first. Um, with the Exodus, um, it's a two inch forearm. Uh, for those guys, it's really just a shooting preference. If you ride a bag all the time, you never brace in a corner, then you really don't need the thick forearm or may not mm -hmm. want the thick forearm. Um, that's where the Exodus, the, the thinner forearm and the Exodus comes into play. Okay. And and obviously then, yeah, that, that sort of action sits a bit further back in this one, or at least the trigger guard. Uh, yeah, correct. Yes, the the, the grip back. sits a little, yeah, a little closer, mm. yes, sir. Mm. And so this one has the option, yeah, th this has got the butt hook on it, but has the option of going to a flat. Correct. Hook. Yep. Uh, yeah. traditional sloping uh, yeah. but stock yes sir yeah fantastic do any of your stocks have the option of an adjustable uh, butt stock as in the 
Length of pool. Length of pool. Sure, they all do. So what you have there is a ship, unless otherwise stated, they ship standard at a 13.5-inch length of pool. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, we machine um, the spacers out of the same material the stocks are machined out of. And same. so if you needed a longer length of pool, any of the stocks um, can just call us, tell us what you need. We can either make you a custom spacer set to get you to uh, to what you need, or you can just order a half-inch or one-inch or whatever. Okay. Uh, yep. Whatever you need there. Yes, sir. Mm. There you go. I imagine you do your barrel profiles uh, uh, as per order, or, or do we you actually do don't. No, so every barrel profile uh, is the same. It's mm -hmm. you know as far as many many of our customers swap barrels pretty frequently. Yeah, and so it was something early on that we were we were doing. We were looking at barrel contours and, and uh, having that as as options. But what we realized is we're we're really limiting a, a lot yep. of the shooters in the sense of if they want to, you know, they might think they want to run a lighter contour and then they change their mind. Well, now they either have to modify their stock or they have mm -hmm. to sell it and get another one. So every one of our stocks is built to, it's really an oversized MTU. It has a long, uh, it has a long shank allowance. So you yep. could run a heavy varmint in it. So really anything with the exception of a straight, no contour barrel will run in them. I guess one of the difference between this stock and, and many others I've seen is if you use a thinner barrel in this, it still looks pretty. <laughs> you know, it's still not a not not an ugly like inside of the uh, of the stock. Yeah, we really haven't found a, a barrel. Now we mm. uh, we don't see a whole lot of, of pencil barrels, if you will. No, you in them, see the light ones, uh, no. But I have not seen one that doesn't look that doesn't doesn't look acceptable in it. Mm, absolutely. And so, what about shooting for you? Imagine uh, the way this thing has gone off. Uh, you probably have not done a lot recently. Behind the shop here is we have a we have about a four hundred yard range, okay. and that's about that's about it for right now. Is when we can tear off and the machines running Perfect. long enough. But uh, yeah. that is something that specifically for two thousand nineteen that we are trying to do a bit more just in mm -hmm. the shop ourselves. Uh, we've got some young young kiddos too, but I'd like to get the wife wife yeah. wife in on it. But bring in some people on to where it can free us up. Yeah. Where if we leave, the shop doesn't shut down. Yes. So that would be, uh, be that, that's one of the goals for 2019 is, is to do that. I don't see it being uh, a super competitive no. year, but hopefully just we can work towards that to where we can we can have some more time time yeah. out there shooting and not just making stocks. Enjoyable. So. And but prior to prior to doing this, you were, you I mean you imagined here you you grew up shooting or you you, you sure. originally from Oklahoma? Yep, originally from Oklahoma. We moved around a bit, mm -hmm. um, but originally from Oklahoma. Spent most most uh, my life here. I was uh, so coming out of coming out of high school and college. Was in the army for a few years. Uh, mm -hmm. Did that. Was uh, you know ended with Army Reserve in 2016. And okay. uh, finished up there, and then that's about the time I started doing this, uh, yeah, this right. full time, and so we did quite a bit there. Uh, but that's kind of the background, both both hunting and then military <laughs> wise. That's there was there was some trigger time, yeah, on, on both sides. So. Yeah, and still still obviously thoroughly enjoy it, and yeah, keen keen to get out. So have you got any matches particularly planned this year that you really want to shoot, or is it just really going to be a suck and see? And it's it's going to be. In fact, like we were talking about earlier, I've got. Uh, I've got a six creed barrel in order so that I can just buy some factory ammo, and keep mm -hmm. it on the shelf, so that if if a weekend comes <laughs> open and I can make a match, I can yep. just grab it and not have to worry about having uh, rounds loaded for it. So it's it's going to be a bit of a spur of the moment. How far are you from Foul Bore here? You'd be about two and a half hours. We're probably about three, three, three hours. And a half. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So have you got a, another range close by? That's or is that probably the closest running matches? As far as running matches, so what you have at least in Oklahoma, you have pretty a pretty 
different uh, geography. So on the east okay. side where we are here, there's lots of trees. Um, yep. You don't have a whole lot of areas where you can shoot ex- you shoot uh, extremely far. How our roads are laid out as well. You've got uh, you got roads at every mile mark, so you really have uh, to be really? able to lay out yeah, uh, right. county roads. Uh, okay. But we do. We have a, a small 800-yard range, just mm-hmm. a private one here locally. I have a, I have a friend that, uh, fortunately, we can go out there and shoot. But as far as matches, you really have to go to the yep. west side of the state okay. um, to, to get the open country. Yeah, but, I mean, you're not, you're not far away from there. For sure, a lot closer than you are day. to Butters. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, uh, this is very true. But, uh, you know, we went out there yesterday and had a bit of a shoot, and that sure. was really good fun. And uh, Great range. Yeah, yeah, really, really good range. Wind is buggery. You know when you look at, out the back and you see the uh, – Little big wind turbines that you go, mm, might be a bit windy here. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, when when Wade over corrects for wind and goes, yeah, I wouldn't have, uh, I wouldn't have got that right either. <laughs> you, yeah, okay. <laughs> There's probably a fair bit of wind out here. Mm. Yeah, wind yeah. is something that's not uh, not a rarity in Oklahoma. No, so Oklahoma ha- has a pretty good reputation of putting on uh, good matches, hard matches, mm. um, and so it's it's fun. It's a fun place to shoot. Yeah, so it's a tough place to shoot, but it's yeah. a fun place to shoot. There's some good shooters here, especially in wind, isn't there? There is. You know, we're really fortunate. We have a great uh, group, core group of shooters here in Oklahoma that, uh, you know, are not just s- solid state-wise, but solid, mm. solid nationally. And yep. so it's, we've got some great resources. We've got some great guys that, uh, that you know, homegrown, if you will, locally here that uh, do really well on the national, uh, national level. And so Oklahoma has a, has a, has a pretty I'd say our our group of shooters is is can, you can you know, say, cha- challenge challenge any other state. You can group say of they're shooters. the best if you like. You, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Well, well, since we do sell to other states, I'll say you know they're pretty good. So. <laughs> um, and so you you had a big representation in PRS this year, or you? I mean, compared to previous years, obviously sure, we did. Yeah, we did. And and how do the you know who are some of the guys running? your stocks and uh, and they're doing well they are so we had a uh, quite quite a few we were actually as far as representation the prs nrl if you're looking at uh cal uh, what the pros use which yep. is a, which is a meter that that uh, people use we were the third most used um stock um, okay. in the prs or nrl and so we've been very fortunate with with guys uh, like Matthew Brousseau, uh, who's been the uh, PRS champion the last two years. He's ran our stock both the years. You know, very fortunate to have him running it. Austin Orgain has been very solid. Clay Blackheader. I better stop naming names because if I do, then I'm going to leave someone off. I'm going to get a nasty call here. And Ashley Porna. And yeah. Ashley Porna, that's right. That's right. But, yeah, yeah all those guys have been, have been great, and there's been numerous others of them. I mean, yeah. you know, Tate Streeter with Impact Action, we're fortunate that he chooses uh, to run our, our product, and um, he's – He's solid. Yeah, because you guys certainly seem to have a really good relationship with with Impact, and, and uh, you know most of the foundation stocks I've seen have Impacts in them. Sure, uh, I would say that they're definitely the the one we inlet the most for. Yeah. Um, you know, part part of our relationship is geographic, so yeah, uh, yeah, Impact yeah. Precision is about two hours from us here. Yep. And we've known uh, those guys for a while, and so the great group of guys, great product. Mm. Um, you know, Wade and Tate and Robin. Um, they they know their stuff, you know. Yeah. I go, they're uh, they're <laughs> yes, they they're do. good guys to 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 have uh, have as resources. So we do mm. have a great working relationship with them, and they make a great product. And it's just kind of been a natural natural deal as uh, as their product has gained popularity, ours has. And it's been really fortunate to be able to uh, you know have have some you know sharing in that. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So what other actions do you inlet for? Is it pretty much everything? One thing that's a bit unique about our stocks is we do inlets specifically for each action. So okay. if we don't have an action inlet 
for your specific action, um, it, then then yeah, we either have to add it or I have to I have to modify it for it, which we don't do a whole lot. So, but yes, we so we in left four defiance actions, we in left four bighorn actions, and mm-hmm. left four surgeon actions, uh, lone peak actions. Okay. Uh, we in left four, you know, quite a few different yeah. ones. Uh, but you're, uh, you're really talking the top tier of of. Rifles in it, which to, to match the correct, the stocks you correct, make, yes. right, and that's just been yeah. a demand uh, yeah. basis. So it's 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 kind of been logical that the the actions that are in the most demand have been the ones that we inlet for, um, mm-hmm. and it it comes down to also just a, a business decision as we're adding action inlets and the time you know to invest in that. Yeah. If we only have one or two, it's it's tough to it's tough to justify adding you know a specific inlet for that action. But yeah. so yes, sir. Mm. What do these sit price-wise? Yeah, so that one you've got your hand on there, that Exus model, that would be twelve fifty-five, um, mm-hmm. and it's our it's our Exus that looks like it's a ME one L B, so it's our Exus with a butt hook and the light version, and so uh, it's also in our dark distress. So really, you're looking at t- two prices. You're looking at eleven eighty is a base price for a stock, which is okay. a natural finish. Yep. And then you're looking at twelve fifty-five. And that's for any of the other finishes. And, and sort of that covers everything. That covers pretty much everything. Now, yeah. if you, as far as attachments and accessories course, and things yeah. like that, that changes gonna, a bit. But yeah. our pricing structure is super simple. Yeah. It's really the only difference is, is the finish, and that's a $75 difference. Um, and outside of that, it's it's the same across the board, across the models. Mm. Um, and, and that just keeps it simple. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm amazed by the finishes I'm seeing on this rack. Yeah, they look great. Given that. We're, we're talking effectively like a base. I don't know if I'm couldn't, I can call it a canvas sort of base. Canvas. Sure. Is yeah, that, we call it natural finish. It's a yeah. you know, if we were talking but, timber. If you will, <laughs> but well, that's the thing is you you from from effectively canvas. I know it's more complicated than that, but I'll keep it in my terms. Simple. Uh, there is such variety in how these finish up. I mean, there's obviously one that's been been coated there, but um, from a what looks like a natural timber, it looks like you've got all sorts of play with with how they come out of the shop yeah and that's been a trial and error and so okay. it's actually yep. sometimes we we've messed up and the stock <laughs> turns out really nice and we post a picture of it and we're like, we want that one <laughs> like well we'll, tr- we'll try to recreate it so but but yeah. yeah so you look at the the line of stocks in front of you you've got a pretty good representation mm. um the different finishes and and the the way we finish them out ranges from um just a coating process to we have a dye process where they're actually submerged for several hours in a dye solution yep. to a paint process and then also uh, a couple different paint processes where they get baked and then finished out. Okay. So it's just been really experimenting and seeing yeah. what looks good. And there's definitely been some that didn't look so good. <laughs> and uh, We need to see those ones. They're in that closet back there. So. Yeah. Um, actually they're all my personal ones, the ones that didn't finish out well. So, (laughs) and, and cause yeah, I mean, it's almost, you know, you could, I'm sure you could seracote them if you chose to, Sure. Yeah. but it would be a bit of a shame if you did, because there's such a a unique looking, looking piece that, yeah, I I think you'd be much better off to go with something unique like that. Well, and we've, and we've looked at a few different things. We, we looked at, we hydro dipped a few, we seracoted a few that the uh, material is stable, Mm -hmm. um, is stable up to 275 degrees, so you can seracote okay. them. It'd be just fine to seracote yeah. them, and guys have. Yeah. Uh, okay. But as far as what comes out of our shop, one of the things we we like and we enjoy is our stocks look a little bit different. Mm. And so when we when we start to hydro dip them or co- or cover them up, yep. it's uh, 
it's a little easier for them to blend in. So yeah. from our standpoint, and of course everybody does, everybody thinks their baby's the cutest, <laughs> but uh, we think they're great looking stocks and we yeah. like how they, how they look with the, with the timber look, if you will. Yeah. Um, well, um, you, you, I remember seeing, you know, you see photos of them on the line and, you know, there might be 15 guns there and then five of them are in your stocks. And it does look like we've had like a return of the traditional blued barrels with the, sure. with the timber stocks. And, mm. uh, it, it, it made, you know, for many guys, it's made them second guess, go, what was that? Sure, <laughs> and, sure. Uh, and sort of relook at it. And, and that's, have you had a lot of curiosity about your products because of that? Because they they just look so different to what we would normally see on, on the line between the chassis and the normal sort of fiberglass bases? Sure. I think that's been a it's been a, a advantageous to us because mm. it doesn't blend in on the line. And so there's definitely been a, a, a component of, what the heck is that, and <laughs> why the heck are you running a wood stock, yeah. timber, timber yeah. stock? Forgive me. Forgive yeah, me. No, timber. We, we know they're both, both pretty much the same thing, aren't they? I oh, say so this, wood. This is neither. What, is this a say? southern Australian thing to say timber? Must be. Yeah, bloody southerners. Yeah. We call them Mexicans. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no, you don't. <laughs> but we call you plenty of names that we won't repeat. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, and that's what that's what two and a half weeks on the road with each other does. Mm. <laughs> but we we'll, we'll leave that for another podcast. Aren't you all holding hands when you pulled up? Was that, <laughs> I thought it was kind of strange. We're not Creedmoor shooters. <laughs> <laughs> and so you, I see a rifle sitting over there, uh, and that is yours, isn't it? That is yes. So that's what you plan to use this this season. What what have we got stacked there? That That's is obviously uh, a foundation stock. It maybe. is a foundation. Field. You're you are very observant. <laughs> you're very well, I thought observant. it was timber to start with. But, yeah. it, it may it be. Out it it may be. I'm, I'm, I forget what I put it together with, but no, it's a, it's a, it's an impact action. I'm a lefty, so the bolt handle's on the wrong side for you. Yeah. But uh, it's an impact action. It's yeah. running a KMW bottom metal. It's chambered in six BR. Weights to Deville. A Studeville Precision built that rifle yep. uh, for me, and uh, still, you know, going back and forth a little bit on what I'm going to run. Glass okay. wise this year, but on top of it right now is a is a Vortex Gen two, and so that's a that's a setup right now, and and it's it's mm. been shooting great. So there's really hasn't been a reason to change it. Yeah, uh, have you seen any of those new reticles from I have. Vortex? Yes. Yeah. Any, yes. Any sort of pique your interest? Because uh, you know, I, I'm probably a little bit different, and and I, I like less clutter, okay, uh, if you will, and not that they're cluttered, but it's. Uh, I, I tend to tend to gravitate back towards you know simpler. So I so right now and, and part of it too is is you you can I can I can I'm not shooting enough right now to, to chase it around. So once I get some time and get back yep. into it, you go back to a Leopold four to twelve. Or that's something right. That's right. I've got yeah, the VX three in the in the save. That's right. Yeah. So sensational. That would be that'd be a good setup. It sounds a bit like me. Less clutter. <laughs> that's what you just what you used to. Yeah. Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And and they'll probably kick my butts on the stages where you can't touch your <laughs> touch your turrets. Yeah, so. that's right. When you got to run on, uh, have to run on reticles. Yeah, absolutely. Do 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 do. Singing. See, it started. That's what <laughs> happens. <laughs> Lucky Dave's not here. Who who are your singers down in Australia? I mean, Dave Acker. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> the only one I know and is I remember as a, as a child was Colin Hay. Is that was that one right? Yeah. Come from the land down under. Yeah. Have I sent you that video yet? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, oh, I have to show you, you that video in a second. I will yeah. see it. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, as singers from Australia, uh, John Farnham. I mean, he's going to be, uh, Farnsy's got to be uh, one of the, the classics. And then sure. Jimmy Barnes as well. Okay. So Farnsy and Barnsy. Um, is Keith Urban Australian? He, he is. is. He is. He is. He is. That's yeah. what popped in my head there. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. Is he popular around here? Yeah. Uh, uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, he is. Uh, <laughs> that's a no. Yeah. That's, no. That's a no. Who is that? <laughs> Keith. Urbane? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Kurt Cobain. Different different thing. No, one of our one of our favorite singers is Dave Acker, who sings on the Two Beers One Chat podcast from time to time. Oh yeah? Um Fair enough. Yeah, so check that out. <laughs> or don't, if you value your sanity. <laughs> different to what we're doing here, but back on track. Sure. So um you obviously, yeah, you haven't, have you shot many matches or sort of little club stuff? Sure, yeah. So? It's been, like I said, in the last couple of years, it's been, yeah, it's been straight yeah. straight six days covered in covered in dust, <laughs> covered in shavings. <laughs> yeah. So that's, uh, that's been the... That's been, yeah, the priority. It, it yeah. has been, yeah. So it's it's one of those deals with this. It it was a leap of faith. So yeah. you're starting something from scratch. Yeah. Uh, it's something where, where my wife, Amy, who you met earlier, mm. you know, she's just been awesome on board 100%, but it's... Cash it all out and sell it and put it all in. So we're we're hundred percent we're hundred percent in. So at this point, it's just been making you know working make it work. working to make it work and um, you know doing what you need to. But uh, hopefully, we're getting to a point where we can mm. start having a little bit of that time back to pursue some yeah. some more of the the hobbies. Well, I was going to ask you about some of your your favorite style of stages for when you get back into it. What do you what I mean? What do you hate shooting? What do you like shooting? The the shooting guys in Oklahoma go back quite a way. So like yeah. if you spend some time with Wade Studio, yeah. he'll tell you the matches from the from the nineties where everyone went and threw twenty bucks in a hat and and yep. uh, you know ninety percent of it was prone, uh, you know <laughs> shooting and and you'll get guys on all sides of this. But of course. but there's you know, there's levels of of stages that have gotten to be uh, oh. A bit more tactical than they are application based. <laughs> so when you're talking about, you know, like our own our own uh, club here, Oklahoma pra- Practical Precision Shooters, it's the you know the goal for a lot of the guys is practical precision yep. shooting. You know, how is this going to make me better uh, shooter? Hmm. Specifically, in a lot of cases, how is this going to make me a better hunter? Yep. And so that's um, that's what it's. So I would gravitate towards that towards type of shooting, that. you know. So let's yeah. throw a tree in there, or stump in there, or or you know, positionally. But if we're um, dangling from our ankles off a you know <laughs> off, off off a bed with with Mexican band playing behind you, you know, I don't see much, much value in that. <laughs> You're just giving butters uh, three three stage <laughs> ideas. <laughs> That's right. But that uh, talk yeah. me later for more. <laughs> Mexican? Can we find a Mexican band in Darwin? Yes. <laughs> okay. Good. Very on, they may not be Mexican, yep. or a band, or a band, but we'll find them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we've got some interesting plans. I think John Cole, you're going to have to come and shoot a match in Australia now, if, if that's what we've got. Planned. Well, I, I believe so. In fact, a couple of years ago, who was a gentleman? And I'm blanking right now. Um, there are a couple of you guys there. That yeah, had, myself, Mark, and Greg. Greg, yes. Well. Yep. So Greg and I were riding on the back of a back of a jeep up at yep. DFW Ranch, and uh, we talked. I said I'm gonna come down and shoot with you guys or something. So yeah, and uh, and come promoting your stocks. That'd be great. No, yeah. I'd love to love to go down there. So hey, with um, I know with some stocks they they have problems because they're because they're timber or wood, depending on sure. who's talking about it. Bringing them into other countries, that's not an issue with these, it, is it? It's no. not an issue. It's not an issue. So um, are, are you referencing as far as agricultural product? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. That's so that, that's not an issue with this. Mm-hmm. No. No, and imagine these don't, they don't warp or they don't, you know, they're probably like the perfect timber-looking stock because they don't have any issues with, with temperature, with Correct, on right. And so that's, you get kind of the best of both worlds. You get a beautiful stock that looks mm. like a, a quality old hardwood stock, yep. but it, it's it's stable t- 
to negative degrees is stable, you know, well above 250 degrees yeah. Fahrenheit. So, uh, not yeah. converting here for you guys because right. math we'll skills out. aren't the greatest. But, <laughs> on, uh, on a butters, what is, what is butters, it? Butters, come on. Yes. <laughs> Good. But okay. it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't shrink. It doesn't grow. It, grow, it doesn't warp. It's extremely, extremely stable. And so mm. it's, it's, it really is best of both worlds there. Yeah, and these things must be tough. They must take a fair hit. They do. If, if need yep. be. Yeah. They do. I mean, not that you want to drop your, your offer or anything on those lines, but sure. it, it happens. It and, does happen. They yes. slide off something or they're not. Not that yet. I've ever done that. But Definitely not. Not no. this week. I, no, not no. today. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have a three-year-old that runs around the shop pretty often. So <laughs> That's your stress testing <laughs> of the stock. stress that's, testing. That's, that's, that's true. Right. On the concrete floor. That's yeah. right. But they, uh, yeah, they perform well, and and if it does get uh, cosmetically damaged, is sure. that something that can be tidied up? It can be, yeah. yeah. So there's if you can be bothered, but sure, yeah. If, if it if it bothers you, you can always go back, and honestly, you can grab uh, a lot of the same stuff you 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 potentially treat wood with. Um, or okay. here in the states, if somebody's worried about it, I'll send them some of our finishing compound, yep. and they can touch it up. But right, everything's going to be pretty. Um, it's all going to be surface level, pretty so it can be it can be touched up and yeah you know, we don't have a whole whole lot of issues with it sensational well wonderful i think we've got a dairy queen to go and visit we do yeah you guys are in for a treat so I, I don't know if you guys have those in australia we don't but you don't well no. it's i mean oh we, we've got a queen you have a queen okay yeah, we've got a she, queen. Do, she doesn't she, live in australia though yeah and, and she not, not sure of her not about dairy, dairy qualifications. Yeah, no, ours is qualified. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. And I've heard, I've heard that in your little your town close by, your metropolis, you've got four stop signs. We do. Yeah, we do. We have four of them. The same intersection. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, we do have four and a yield there too. We have a yield sign. So <gasps> I mean, you don't always have to stop. Have you got the camera? Which is pretty exciting. Have you got the camera? <laughs> it's pretty exciting. So and it's close to Dairy Queen, so you guys will get to see it. Yeah. Well, actually, everything's close to Dairy Queen. I feel privileged. <laughs> it's, so. it's, it's the town is built around it's, the Dairy Queen. Yeah, it's pretty much all yeah. around it. So. <laughs> I think oh, we, we were in so deep with this. Dairy Queen is like a an ice cream and, and sort of lunchish. That's right. Sort of yep, outlet. drive up. Yep. Yeah. Okay. In the glory days of the States, it was it was a big deal. It was a big it's, one. It's, yep. Nowadays, we're, we're famous because we have one. So. <laughs> you, there there was a Dairy Boy that tried to come in. And, dairy uh, Boy. And, nah, and, he sounds immature. On. It is. He He's, was. He was a real yeah. immature guy. <laughs> so he didn't do so well, but you can see those every now and then. But Dairy Queen is is where you want to be. Kind of like if you leave your earmuffs anywhere near Rick Reeves sure. and walk away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Immature. In fact, one time uh, I took my grandma's cookies to Dairy Queen, and they have bl- they're called blizzards. So okay. you'll get a blizzard today, and okay. what they'll do is right. they'll make you a blizzard, <laughs> and they'll turn the cup upside down in front of you to show you that. It's that thick and scrumptious. Thick. <laughs> scrumptious. <laughs> it's that thick. Well, okay. I took a Ziploc baggie of my uh, granny's cookies over there, and I yeah. said, I would like a granny cookie blizzard. <laughs> and they took care of me. And they did. So, yeah. <laughs> Good uh, It's Customer service is high. Yeah. That's, uh, this is, uh, what are we What are we in uh, country America, Midwest America? No, yeah, just Midwest yeah, Central. Yep. Central. A lot of people think flyover, flyover country, but yep. uh, we, we would beg to differ. This is the that That's right. That's right. If you're, take care of people. It's like 90% of Australia. <laughs> fly over country. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, or fly enough. around actually. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I have to drive through it. You have to drive through it. I, I do yeah. have a Land Cruiser up there to make you guys feel a little better. Oh, FJ40. Go. I know those are. Oh yes, yeah. that, that's wow. that's like home. Is well, it we'll be taking that to Dairy Queen. That's right. <laughs> for sure. Uh, John Cole, thank you so much for your time. Um, you bet. Thank you guys yeah. for coming. You guys are the ones that I only had to walk. 10 feet you guys had a little <laughs> bit farther so. yeah and and yeah, it's such a beautiful product and and you know guys if you haven't seen it uh definitely worth checking out 
Um, they're, yeah, they're, they're a real solid thing. The popularity over here has been huge and has grown significantly and uh, certainly is keeping, keeping this man busy, very busy. And so, uh, yeah, sorry to those four or five people that have missed out on their stock by a week because of us, but uh, we... I don't um, apologise. You don't apologise for much. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, definitely check them out. Uh, they will be available uh, th- in Australia. They will be, yeah. We're yep. still working out the details, but you should start seeing them uh, yeah. coming come Absolutely. Coming here Absolutely. shortly. If you're in America, which you know, big part of our audience are, get in touch. Uh, Foundation Stocks, I'm sure the website's around. We'll link it in and yep. give them Reach a call and, and get, get one done and uh, hook up you know, some of the local action. Bring it as a big Oklahoma gun. There you go. <laughs> Everything. There you go. Yeah, there you it's go. been good been good fun here. Terrific. All right, we've got a date with a uh, blizzard. That's right. Let's do it. Let's do it. There we go. In, In fact, po- rush hour is over, so it's probably a good time oh, to go. Time, Ready so. for the polar vortex. Cheers. Perfect. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Precision Shooting Podcast. To continue the discussion, check out our Facebook page. And for more information, head to our website, www.precisionshootingpodcast.com.au. This episode was brought to you by Impact Dynamics.